We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Had to let that beat come in. Jersey, Fuji's on the fan. Keith McPherson from Jersey, also here on the fan. Inside the 11 o'clock hour. As we proceed. All right, well, the World Series is in the bottom of the eighth, one out. The Phillies are cooked, bro. So all that hype about the Phillies being a fluke and a sixth seed and a team that didn't win that many games in the regular season and they're about to win the World Series, slow your roll. This is about to go one, 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 one through four. Good series. I think most people that predicted Phillies in seven, that was my prediction, or Astros in six or Astros in seven, like that's where we're heading. This is going to go back to Houston, which Minute Maid Park to me is a house of horrors. Nothing good happens out there. That's why I was so pumped Friday when I did my show and I got home to watch D-Rob close it out. I'm like, yes, they got one. That could swing this series. Right before tonight, the Phillies were twenty-two and nine at home in the postseason. Well, they're about to be twenty-two and ten. Their fans are, you know, they're there, but they're not as rowdy as they were in that first game. And uh, the Astros are locked in. That's the thing, right? It's not a crapshoot. These are the Houston Astros. <laughs> These guys are here every year. And they just got to go to sleep, shake it off, and come back the next day, and they're not phased. They know who they have on the mound. They know who they have in the lineup. As soon as uh, Nola struggled, and then they go to the bullpen, they made them pay. And they haven't scored since. They haven't scored since that fifth inning. It is what it is, folks. It is not a random thing. It is not an unpredictable thing. It is not as uh, fluky as they want to make it seem. That's what they want to sell you as a fan to make an excuse for not being able to get to the top of the mountain. Oh, well, you know. No, I don't know. I know you used to be able to get to the top of the mountain. I know you used to be able to get to the World Series a ton. You built your whole culture and your whole fan base over 27. Bam, 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 nah. 27 rings, bro. Let's talk to these Yankees fans. This is the last hour I got, so let's fly through these calls. My guy, Dominic, in East Rochester, New York, how excited are you for Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman to have a press conference on Friday? And I'm going to give you the uh, blockbuster announcement that's going to be made. But before I go there, I got two other things. First, and by the way, I got to throw in one basketball thing, Keith. Can you imagine me? So the last NBA game I watched, I think Oscar Robinson was playing. <laughs> but but did, was there a forty-point swing in the game tonight? Yeah, it was crazy. They came oh. out. They came out in that second half, and Jalen Brunson he turned the ball over eight <clears throat> times. So starting to see more things. It's like the ghost of Nick's past in the Garden came up tonight. Well, 
Never say never, but that never, never used to happen. There was no 40-point swings in, in basketball back in the day. But anyway, first of all, just quickly on the judge thing, you know, the, all these numbers we're tossing around, they already showed us with Cano what they're going to do. You know, when, when everything is done, you know, like uh, San Francisco offers them uh, 40 for 10, you know, they're going to offer them 41 for Six. Mm-hmm. Now, is their number is going to be higher per year than anybody else's number, but they're just not going to go the years. So, but you know, I, I, I wish it would happen sooner than later, and and just get over it. Me too, because uh, I feel like they're going to miss out on other options, other free agents, exactly. other ways to make this team exactly. better. Yeah, exactly. You know, I still got the blockbuster announcement, but you know, if Cash, you know, we knew Cashman was probably going to be there. Uh, uh, but you know, I, I, everybody wants him to change, um, uh, you know, and therein lies, lies the problem. He, he, he's not in a, in a position, you know, where, where he's going to change. So how about this for an announcement Friday? Cashman's going to move upstairs, probably Levin's job. The new general manager is, are you ready? Yeah. Aaron Boone, and the new manager of the Yankees is Don Manning. <laughs> that would yeah, be earth shattering. I think, who's I think the last, we, might, we might have a, 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 a earthquake here in New York if they who's do the that. Last, who's, the, who's the GM that comes to mind that did the most for our team in your lifetime? Well, People are going to point to Gene Stick Michael. They're not going to point exactly. to Aaron Boone. In my lifetime, it's or Aaron Boone, uh, Brian Cashman. Everyone still says that was Gene Stick Michael. That was his team. And he made those you, moves. What did Stick Michael do before he was the general manager of the New York Yankees? Yeah, he was on the field, right? He was. He was on the field. Yeah. You're darn right. He was on the field. And and I don't know how it happened. I never would have believed he could have done a job like that. But uh, uh, that, that's 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 what I'm looking for. I mean, I know it sounds crazy and it's not going to happen. But you know, we're so afraid that things are just going to be same old, same old. You know, you know, one of I, I used to be a big Cashman guy, Keith. But you know what? About what I sense with Cashman, somebody touched on it a little while ago. I, I sense that he, the, the guy said he's got the little man syndrome, but I sense he doesn't listen to anybody except himself. I'm sure he's got a million guys there working for him, right? Mm-hmm. They're there. But you don't ever hear from any of them. You know, it seems like that he doesn't strike me as taking any advice that they're giving because I've told you before. He has no ability whatsoever in evaluating pitching. His evaluation of pitching has been a disaster over the years. Mm-hmm. I told you, the only one I can come up with is CC. Yeah, but you then, know, you know, back then it was so obvious. CC was a Cy Young winner, a bulldog. You like, he's a huge human being. He's so dominant. Back then it was obvious. Like, you go get CC Sabathia, and that's that's how I guess they felt about Garrett Cole. Keith, you you had to get what was his name? Castile? 
Luis Castillo this year you at the deadline. to get Castillo. Yeah, it's going it to hurt. It was a must. It's going to always hurt. You know, and, and instead we get uh, Frankie Montas. Guy, the guy from Oakland. Frankie Montas, who already had oh. an injury, and then that injury came back around, and uh, he talked about the difference between pitching in Oakland and Yankee Stadium. Yeah, 3,000 people pulling up to see you pitch, max 4,000 versus a guaranteed 40,000 upwards to – you know, 47, 48,000 screaming, yelling fans. It's a different environment, different uh, type of pressure here in New York. Keith, go to Tampa and find one of the guys there that finds these pitchers yeah. wherever the hell they find them and hire the guy. I don't mean the top guy, but there must be some other guys that know how they do it and how they find does anybody find pitchers any better than Tampa? No, and they just they it's just like a a machine. They bring they bring wash guys in and they get the most out of them. They got more out of Corey Kluber this year than we were able to after giving him eleven million last year, two years ago. For now. sure. All right, well there you have it, Friday. There's your blockbuster announcement and uh boy, if it happened I'd be something, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the call, Dom, but there's no way that happens. <laughs> Donnie Baseball ain't coming here. I saw uh, uh, people on Twitter talking about the announcement should be these two are stepping down and Derek Jeter's going to be the GM and Donnie Baseball is going to be the manager. I'm like, yo, what? What what world do you guys live in? What universe? Not the Yankees universe. They're not doing that. And why do you think Don Mattingly, who was in Miami, and Derek Jeter, who was in Miami, still lives down there, wants to move up here to the cold to deal with this mess. They do not. They had their time as players in New York. That's way different than being in the front office or being a manager on the field, traveling with the team. They're going to keep it the same way. I told you guys. They were bounced by the Red Sox in a single-game elimination last year, and the first big move of the offseason was to announce Aaron Boone's back, baby. Three years with an option of uh, for four. Like, that, to me, I, like, I had to take a step out of my apartment. I took a walk. I was like, wait. They're not even going to do a search? They're not even going to take their time on this? The World Series wasn't even over yet, and they they announced that Aaron Boone is back for three more years. I'm like, I feel like they needed a different voice. I feel like they need a different leader. They've regressed since firing Girardi and handing the keys to the Ferrari to a first-time manager, basically handing the keys to the Ferrari to someone who just got their license. No real driving experience. Good luck. Good luck. You might be able to drive around the neighborhood. We'll see later on when you get on the highway. There's some other drivers out there, and it's not as easy as just, you know, going uh, 15 miles an hour. I've just been, I guess, jaded. Uh, I've just been, you know, I've seen it, bro. Like I, I don't expect anything to change because – They don't look at it the way fans look at it. Their metric for success is not getting back to the World Series. They preach World Series. They put World Series in your mind. They sell you World Series, and then when they come up short, they say, ah, well, we had a successful year. 
Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs. We had two Gold Glove winners, DJ LeMayu and Jose Trevino, Gold Glove winners. Jose Trevino, who Brian Cashman traded for in spring training, he also won the Fielder's Bible Award. One of the best defensive catchers framing pitches in baseball. Brian Cashman went and got him. Harrison Bader, what do you have, five home runs in the postseason? That was a Cashman move. Cashman traded Jordan Montgomery for him, and every Yankees fan was upset about left-handed pitching Jordan Montgomery. How do you? We need more pitching. How do you trade Monty? Not me. We have audio and we have written statements from me saying trade Monty. They can't win for him. They can't score runs. He never gets any run support. Cashman told me he was going to shore up this team up the middle. Catcher, shortstop, center field. He did not come through on that promise. He did when he brought Harrison Bader and Jose Trevino in. IKF, I don't know. I'll never get over the move to go to IKF. He was he was the one guy they had to have. That was their stopgap. And uh, when you get into the postseason, you go away from him. Yeah, because he's a liability. You watch him commit errors all year, and then you get in the postgame and tell us, well, there's metrics to show that he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the game. I don't need your metrics. Those metrics are hidden. My eyes see what they see in the wide open. I watch the game every day. (laughs) I don't need your secret charts. I don't don't need your analytical guys to break down his range. Oh, well, he, he gets to these balls that are an extra 15 feet to the right or left. Please. Give these young guys a chance. We're watching a World Series where it's Jeremy Pena versus Bryson Stott. Those are rookie shortstops. Those are rookie shortstops. They have no experience prior to this year, and they're playing on the biggest stage, and they're getting it done. Don't we have two coveted prospects in Anthony Volpe and Oswald Peraza that play shortstop and another utility guy in Oswaldo Cabrera who showed he can do anything you ask him to do that also played most of his games at shortstop in the minors? What you so afraid of? These other teams aren't afraid. The Braves, they call up guys like... I look at the Yankees going in this next year, man. They better fast-track these kids. You didn't want to trade them for Luis Castillo. You didn't want to trade them. You play them. But, yeah, I don't expect anything to change. It's the same thing. It's, you're gonna get, This press conference is going to be like deja vu, bros, just preparing you now. Get ready, for, uh, get ready for the questioning, right? Get ready for all the questions, and get ready for them to tap dance around these questions. Adam in Forest Hills on the fan. You got it, Adam. Oh, man, where do we even start? So, so look, I think first and foremost, Cashman did have a plan. Five, six years ago, the plan was I've got Judge, I've got Greg Bird, I've got Gary Sanchez, I'm going to be a seller, I'm going to bring in uh, Frazier, I'm going to bring in Glaber, I'm going to have some cornerstones. He missed on every single guy except Judge. Yeah. And then what did he do? He held on too long, he gave guys away, and he does what he's been doing is create this land of misfit toys with no cornerstones, putting together a roster of non-situational, non-contact, old and slow guys. I mean, you said it yourself, right? It's He says one thing, and then he goes about doing the exact same thing. As Yankee fans, the Yankees have become the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. They go and they do 
the same thing over and over again. And we sit, as you said, we get hyped. We're fired up for a new season. He said, let's get younger. Let's get more athletic. Let's bring in Rizzo. You know what? I love Rizzo, but Rizzo is neither of those two things. Let me trade Sanchez, who had maybe a little value left, and bring in Donaldson. Let me stick Hicks back in the outfield. He says one thing continually, and right now we've got no cornerstones. We've got no plans. Judge is likely to go because if he doesn't, what are they going to do with this roster where they've got, I mean, they've got money coming off the books, right? They've got Britain's money coming back. They've got, I think it's 55 or $60 million this year invested in Donaldson, Chapman, and Britain, so they'll get some of that back. But look at how he's allocating this money. Yes, they have a big payroll. Yes, they spend tons of money on the wrong guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call. Well, well said, Adam. We all know it. That was part of my strategy that I've put out on the Internet and I put on the podcast. Spend enough money to have one of the higher payrolls, but then talk to us about a luxury tax, please. Spend enough money to have one of the higher payrolls, but where you allocate the funds do not make you successful, right? And you had an Aaron Judge for the low. You had an Aaron Judge for $17 million. And now you got to pay this guy almost... Double that. No, definitely double that. And so, to keep him. And he may just want to go elsewhere. Aaron Judge is a guy that talks a lot about World Series and winning a championship. I don't think the Giants get him there. But who knows? They might present him with some options and some things they're looking to do. And money talks. That's the biggest thing. And so we wait. We got to wait this out. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know... The Aaron Hicks thing, right, when we talk about upgrading center field. Cashman said that in the offseason, but then Aaron Hicks is a starting center fielder, and bro was so cooked this year. Like, he just didn't look like a major league player at times. He had one good month of the season, and that made us buy in. And you all know one good month in eight months means nothing. But that's a guy that they gave $70 million to in their plans. Uh, the Glaber Torres thing, I'm I'm done with Glaber Torres. I wish him well elsewhere. I hope he's an all-star elsewhere. But you forced Glaber Torres to be a shortstop in 2020 and 2021. And then at the end of 2021, you finally admitted your mistake there. The kid is not a shortstop. He's a liability. You move him back to second. But then in the offseason, instead of going to just get a shorthanded shortstop that has been doing it for years, you get a guy that... Played third base, won a gold glove. Has played shortstop, yes. But then as a New York Yankee, he had a slow start. I remember coming on here and saying, IDK about IKF. I don't know about IKF. I don't know if he can do it. This is the New York Yankees. We watched Derek Jeter do it. And then we watched Didi Gregorius come in and have a slow start, but he did it too. He hit the ball and he fielded the ball cleanly athletically, but then they sold you on a, a stopgap shortstop. We're going, we're, we're going to pass on this free agent class of all these stud shortstops and not pay any of them the big money. Why? We've got Anthony Volpe and Oswald Peraza. Okay, we'll play them. Play them. Will they? Nope. Expect, I don't know. I expect them to run it back with IKF. And remember when the Yankees came into this spring training, Aaron Boone got on that podium and said, Gio Urshel is our shortstop. Nah. <laughs> Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And we're back. Yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies are about to get no hit in the World Series. It's about to happen. They're one out of way. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy, especially when I, you know, came in tonight and I was like, I got to tell these people that this thing is not a crapshoot. It's not random. And most importantly, it's not over. One of the first things I said is it's not a three-game series. Let's see what happens tonight. And what happened tonight? The Astros showed up, and that's it. That's game. Bregman throws the first. That's game. That's a no-hitter in the World Series. Oh, my stomach. I can't stand the Astros. Keith McPherson on the fan just watched the Astros bounce back. Second no-hitter, first combined. And fun fact, Yankees fans, when was the last no-hitter in a World Series? 1956, Game 5, Don Larson, perfect game. Still intact. But, uh, I mean, the Astros have no-hit the Yankees in this season. And they just threw another no-hitter in the postseason in the World Series. I don't want to hear that it's random. I don't want to hear that it's unpredictable. Probably could have predicted that. Yankees fans could have probably predicted that Christian Javier was going to go out there with some stuff that the Phillies lineup wasn't able to touch. And that's how you answer in a game four to tie the series up 2-2, to silence those Phillies fans. They got out of there in a hurry. That stadium's not full right now. They got out of there. Had to dip. Wednesday night, going into Thursday, got work in the morning. Hey, we're out of here. We're right back tomorrow. And tomorrow, it's Justin Verlander versus former Met Noah Syndergaard. And you think Verlander doesn't have full intentions of going out there and writing the script on himself as a World Series pitcher? You don't think Verlander has full intentions of going out there and proving that he can get it done? And if they go up 3-2... And they go back to Houston. The Houston Astros are your World Series champions. And no one will say it's a crapshoot. Everyone will, will say the best team won. Everyone will say the number one seed won. That went chalk. It's not random. And then the New York Yankees will have to watch the Houston Astros get a ring, quote-unquote, fair and square. And the New York Yankees will have to realize that you're not getting back to a World Series until you go through Houston. So everything you do in the offseason, 
Every move you make moving forward should be about how you can defeat the Houston Astros. It's pretty simple. But they're going to complicate it. They're going to move the goalposts. They're not going to make changes. They're going to make excuses. And they're going to say, hey, it's a crapshoot. You know, it was Houston's year. Maybe they cheated again. (laughs) 15th no-hitter in franchise history for the Houston Astros. Good for them. I hate them. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. I hate them. But right now, they have silenced all of those people that said the Phillies were winning the World Series and uh, (laughs) acting like this wasn't, you know, a seven-game series and also acting like it's random. No, there's nothing random about that. The same guy no-hit the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, and I think they might have went to at least two guys out of the bullpen that were involved in that combined no-hitter. I think they went to Neris in Yankee Stadium. Today they went Abreu-Montero-Presley. But that is a momentum changer. That is a complete feel shift. Lance McCullers gave it up right away last night, and the Astros kind of tucked and said, hey, you know, he was tipping his pitches. What are we going to do? We were down early. The place was rocking. We couldn't get it going, couldn't come back. But tomorrow, which was today, they sent Christian Javier out there. This guy shows no emotion, even in the post. He doesn't even look happy. Looks like he just wants to go lay down or something. They send this guy out there with full confidence that he's got stuff that they can't touch. He no-hits them, and then they have a combined no-hitter in the World Series for the world to watch just to... Tell baseball fans, hey, this this stuff is not random. It's not a crapshoot. We heard that talk about Phils in five. <laughs> we heard that talk about this series not going back to Houston. Well, it's not that simple. Keith McPherson on the fan. The rest of the calls are Yankees calls. Let's get to them. Let's go to Ari in Bergenfield next up on the fan. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, my man, Keith? What up, what up? I, I normally start with the yer real loud, but, yo, I don't <laughs> feel it, man, not – yeah. Not now. You nah, know? you can always <laughs> feel the. That's a New York thing, you know. The year that's that's a New York thing. That's not a Yankee thing. And, and yeah, no, but I'm saying like I used to call you with that, you know, like to hype it up because of the Yankees. But uh, now I, I don't feel it like that. But anyway, just to get to my point about Judge, man, like we need to take this bandaid off early, quick, fast, you know. But they can't. Like yep. They got to wait. Quick. They got to. It sucks. It's not, the ball is not in their court. He's a free agent, and he and he's going to he's going to go on his visits. He's going to talk to these other teams. They're going to talk to his agents, and the Yankees got to wait, and that's going to suck. This offseason is already trash. Because <laughs> I just feel like like you've been saying the whole time we 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 don't change. The Yankees don't change. It's the same way. Hey, we won hundred. We win almost hundred games a year. Blase, blase. You know, other people could be telling Judge, hey, look, this is the game plan. You know, it's different. And he's he's been in the system. He's been waiting his turn. And he, he if we see it, that nothing changes, I could just imagine him being in the building and seeing it. So, you know, that, that scares me, man. Judge leaving scares me. Even signing Judge, because then what else is going to happen, right? I think yeah, but the last I- couple of signings, go ahead. I'm more are are you so are you more afraid of the Yankees signing Judge and being locked in with him long term and him potentially deteriorating and never being a 60-50 home run hitter ever again 
but still being Aaron Judge. Like from what I saw from Aaron Judge this year, he's on a different level than other guys. I don't think he's going to lose that. I think he's going to have a good season next year because this whole home run thing will be behind him and the contract year will be behind him. He'll be able to just clear his head, go back to his approach, which I watching his approach every day was amazing. Watching how he didn't chase pitches, how he was so locked in. If they made a mistake, he's hitting it out. I think he'll go back to that, and I think he can be for the next five years a guy that hits 40, 50 bombs. But are you afraid that the Yankees pay him all this money, they overpay him, and then at the end of that contract, they're paying a guy $40 million a year that's hurt, that they can only DH, and then that cripples them from making other moves? Or are you more afraid that Aaron Judge leaves and he's a boss on another team and he's a game wrecker on another team and then you have to watch him get to a World Series with another team and win it and then the Yankees are stuck doing the same things they're doing and not signing big free agents and trying to finesse and find these little bargain bin deals and you know, cashman fines and passing on free agents and their new analytical approach of not just going out and buying championships. I don't know. They're both scary. I think they're both scary. And what I'm more scared about is option three, which is they sign Judge, they give him a deal. They're like, hey, we signed Judge, but they don't do nothing else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the, that is. The a... scary part is like, but we gave you Judge. You can't complain. You can't make those t shirts or the soy sauce that the guy said earlier <laughs> because, hey, we signed Judge. The same way when yeah. we signed Cole, you know, we expected Cole to be just See, that's, that's what they can't do, bro. They can't sign yeah. Judge and say, well, you know, we signed Judge, so that gave us no room to do anything else. No, I don't want to hear that. You signed Judge, you got to go all in now. Expecting Judge next season to still be a version of this season, obviously not 62 home runs, but, but like I said, a 40, 50 home run guy that's going to hit over 300 and be clutch and lead the team with a captaincy. You got to go all in around that guy and put a little more talent around him. You got to go spend. Yeah. I, I'm just not confident in that. Yeah. And them There's doing, no reason right? for you to be confident. I'm not confident. Yeah. What, what am I talking about? Like the, the Yankees are going to do that. No, they're not they're, if they yeah. If they do magically, outbid the Giants, the Dodgers, the rest of Major League Baseball, and land Aaron Judge for eight years, nine years, and over $300 million, I'm not going to expect anything else but bargain bin clearance rack guys. There's not going to be another big free agent signing. Uh, They're just going to rest on the fact that they brought Aaron Judge back, and Yankees fans are going to say, fine, good enough. And that's my biggest fear right there. Thanks for the call, Ari. I don't know. The, The future is unknown. And I don't have a good feeling about any of it. It's going to be a long winter, folks, and this is going to take a long time. And do I want Aaron Judge to be a Yankee? Absolutely. Do I think that that's the best course of action for the New York Yankees? Absolutely. Why? What is this team without Aaron Judge? Who's playing right field? Stan? Well, not every day. They're going to bring Matt Carpenter back to DH and put Stanton in right field or have Matt Carpenter and and Stanton playing right field alternating, platooning, being right field at DH. If they don't sign Judge, are they going to sign Benintendi? So it'll be Benintendi, Bader, Stanton in the outfield. If they don't re-sign Judge, Rizzo is probably out. We already heard Rizzo's going to opt out, right? And Rizzo and Judge are, are, are boys. So if Judge ain't here, Rizzo go sign for money elsewhere. So who's playing first base? DJ LeMayu? Oh, uh, the fix is in. They're not going to sign Judge. They're going to put Stan in right field. You have Stan in right, Bader in center. Then they will outbid the other people for Benintendi services, keep him in left. 
DJ will go to first. They'll run it back with Glaber at second. IKF at short. Josh Donaldson at third. I'm going to no games. Let's go to Staten Island. Lenny, what's up? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? Yeah, man, I couldn't agree with you with you more about Judge, man. And uh, one, one, of the, one of the most important things about Judge right now is, like, you're around the same age as me, Keith, right? I'm 33 years old. Yep, I turned 34 this year. Okay, so remember when we were kids, you probably go to the same amount of Yankee games I go to. I go to about 10 games a year. When I was a kid, you know, Derek Jeter was the man, but not everybody wore a Derek Jeter jersey. No, there was a bunch of guys that were the man, and they played the same positions and batted in the same spot in the lineup every day. That's what I'm trying to get at. I was a Posada guy. You see every kid in that stadium from 8 to 20 years old wearing number 99. Yep. You know? And I'm I'm, I'm more concerned that it's how more than, than... than, than Cashman. I don't think he wants to spend the money. And another quick point is if we do, it's imperative that we sign Judge and build around him. I heard today on the fan that DeGrom is not one of the top three free agents the Mets signed. Do you think the, if the Yankees do sign Judge, do you think the Yankees try to go after DeGrom? And if they don't sign Judge, do you still think the Yankees try to go after DeGrom? I mean, I don't want Jacob Degrom. I, I maybe they they might take a look. I don't, I don't want Degrom. Uh, he he's not healthy enough, and uh, like I don't know. I feel like Degrom, the next team that signs Degrom, he's not. His best years are behind him, in my opinion. The the Mets got the best out of him, and and he signed a contract for the low with them. I don't know. I'm not even thinking about the Yankees potentially signing Jacob Degrom. It'd be cool, right, uh, for them to explore, but I'm not sure what he's going to command. I think he's going to command more money than the Yankees would need to spend on him, and, and he's not reliable enough. Just look at this year. Um, yeah, he showed up at the end, but that was the end. They needed him for the full season. Maybe if they had him for the full season, they win the division. True, true, but we need we need another starting pitcher. And what, and what really bothers me about Cashman with that montage Oh, uh, you just yep, you just took the name out of my mouth. They're gonna run it back with Cole and Nestor and say, hey, those guys were all stars last year. They pitched well in the postseason for us. We still have Frankie Montas, Luis Severino. But he's not a good pitcher, man. His stat a lot of people forget he played in Oakland Coliseum. That's the largest, you know, foul territory. You got a lot of those out. Yeah. I, I don't want any more deals with Oakland for pitchers. Exactly. No thanks. Exactly. We 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 can't have that. And I, I, like, how, how do you give how do you give Boone an extension and Cashman a, an extension like this? I, I think I think Hal Steinbrenner is just content with making the playoffs every year and not winning a World Series. Yeah, because business I, is booming. They're making money hand over fist. Thanks for the call, Lenny. Lenny, I mean, obviously, like, why why do you, how do you give these guys extensions? Well, how do you not fire them? Because you don't feel like they're fireable. You're not mad at what they did. You can point to a bunch of different reasons and, and excuses, just like I started this show tonight, and I said, oh, crap, shoot, it's a crap shoot. They're just going to say, uh, we, we got swept in the ALCS. We got embarrassed at home. Couldn't force the series back to Houston. Couldn't win one game against Houston because it's a crap shoot. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Well, folks, here in New York, 
We have Mets fans, we have Yankees fans. And I feel like we've been split on who we're rooting for, obviously, in this World Series. Yankees fans want to see the team that eliminated them go down. So we're rooting for the Phillies. The Mets want to see the Phillies not win the World Series after they dominated them all season. So they're rooting for the Astros. And now after this no-hitter, the Astros no-hit the Yankees in the regular season. The Mets no-hit the Phillies in the regular season. And when asked about being no-hit tonight, the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, Rob Thompson, mentions, hey, we were no-hit early in the year in New York against the Mets and came back and won the next day, so we got to have a short memory. This World Series is not a crapshoot. October is not a crapshoot. This series is tied. A new series begins with one game in Philadelphia and two in Houston. The number one seed from the AL versus the number six seed in the NL. If I had a dollar or $100,000 to bet on the next three games and who emerges as the World Series champion, I'm not going with the team that everyone is saying is here because it's a crapshoot. I'm going with the team that has been here four out of the last six years and is super motivated to win a World Series for Dusty Baker and for the H, right, and for Houston so that they can put another banner up that fans can't discredit and say is tainted because they cheated. The Astros are definitely going back to Houston. It's a must-win game, if you ask me, for Philadelphia tomorrow night. We're 10 minutes away from tomorrow. Everybody that called, I'm sorry, the time run, runs out on me. I'm going to try and take a couple calls now, but there's a bunch of you on hold that still want to go on about the Yankees. Stay on hold and talk to Sal. Sal loves the Yankees. He loves talking about Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, and you can bring those questions into his show. I'm sure he'll rather do that with you than talk about Jacob deGrom or Edwin Diaz or Brandon Nimmo. Let's take a call from Chris all the way in Santa Cruz, California, on the fan. Hello, Chris. Hey, Keith. Love the show. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, Brian Cashman. And, man, these last, like, couple years, um, we have we've really regressed. And just the roster that's been – the way the roster is constructed is just mind-blowing. And – yeah, I've been the biggest Brian Cashman supporter, um, but I think it's time for a change. Like, there just needs to be something. Um, there needs to be a, a total change. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Brian Cashman's not going anywhere. There needs to be a change, yes. In any business, in any sports team, in anything in life, if you keep doing the same exact things over and over, if you don't change the leadership, you're going to be right back in the same position that you were. Pete is on Long Island. Pete, you got it. You're on the fan. Hey, what's up? How you doing, buddy? All right. Um, so my question is, it's it's with the Juan Soto uh, thing that was going on. Um, so what I wanted to know is, do you think that the Yankees – 
didn't sign Juan Soto or trade for Juan Soto because um, they are bringing Aaron Judge back. They don't. They they didn't. They don't know. Thanks for the call, Pete. They don't know that they're bringing Judge back, and they definitely didn't know that at the deadline. They checked on that. There's no way they were going to give up what the Padres uh, gave up to get Juan Soto. There was a time where Yankees fans said they better get Juan Soto if they're going to move away from Judge. If they're not going to pay Judge, they get better get Juan Soto. Well, that's off the table now. Travis is in the Bronx, New York, on the fan. You got it, Travis. What's up, Keith? Listen, I'm a huge Yankees fan, and you know one of the things I- I've come to realize is the Yankees have traditionally – it's never worked out when they overpay someone who's over 30, you know, and I just feel like the Yankees are going to get trapped to the contract that will be, um, you know, it won't be beneficial moving forward as the team tries to improve because if you have a player of, you know, Judge's potential salary, I think he's better suited as a number two on a team because he hasn't really proven that he can lead a team up to this point, and they'll be incapable of signing anyone of substance with the salary that he's going to demand yeah. and, and you know the additional moves that will need to be made. So I, I just feel like the Yankees kind of signed this deal when they traded for Stanton because they knew eventually they were going to have to make a decision, and, and, and I just don't see how Judge is going to be on the team next year. Thanks for the call, Travis. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise if the Yankees don't sign Aaron Judge. But I don't think it can be a blessing in disguise because I don't trust them to go out and do the things they need to do to make this team better without the best player on the team. All we know of this current Yankees is Aaron Judge being the best player, leading the way, being clutch. We don't we don't know what's on the other side of not having Aaron Judge. Harrison Bader? Glaber Torres? Josh Donaldson. (laughs) Hey, thanks for rocking with me. A five-hour KM to AM. I have fun. We didn't waste the whole time talking about the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie. We talked some Knicks basketball. The same old Knicks came back. The old Knicks came back tonight. Tough loss. We got to squeeze in a few conversations around Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman, and the Yankees. We even talked some Zach Wilson Jets, Daniel Jones Giants, and that's what we're supposed to do here at WFAN Sports Talk Radio. Salicot is coming up next. Keep it locked right here. I'll be back tomorrow with Kim Jones. I'm out. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.